Hello, and welcome to Dr. Quackers, and today we're going to be reviewing The Dig. I'm actually a big fan of period pieces, uh, some of my favorites being There Will Be Blood and The Great, and there are a few other big ones, uh, series like The Crown of Victoria. This film is based on a true story. I hate when films start with that statement, the whole true story, because pretty much nine times out of ten, they're never actually accurate to the true story. I would prefer if they waited to the end of the film and said, this movie was inspired by a true story. It makes more sense to say inspired because that way you have a little more leeway when you don't strictly follow the story. Um, but if you just start the movie, like usually when I see a movie and it starts out based on a true story, I'm like, ah, this movie's going to suck dick. This one didn't though, I will say, to be fair, it's not a terrible film. The story takes place right before World War II and they are digging for a possible historical artifact. Um, essentially, uh, Ralph Fiennes' character, who's an excavator, um, he, he works for a well-off woman whose husband is dead, um, but she has a son, and she has these mounds on her property, and she thinks there's something beneath them or in them that is some sort of value or some sort of treasure. So she hires him to look for it and comes to find out, he finds uh, some wood that he believes is older than the Vikings. So that's essentially what they're going for. Although everyone's, all the museums and everyone's like, it's got to be Viking. There's no Ang Anglo-Saxon people coming. It's too old. It wouldn't be here. And so that's a big chunk of the story. So I don't usually talk about cinematography. Excuse me. Because I don't really know enough about it to pass hard critiques on it. However, this film feels like it's in a constant zoom. And it really takes away from the movie for me. Now, having a zoomed-in shot has its place in film. It shows focus on, it can show focus on a single character and or the environment the story takes place in. However, most of this movie takes place outside at a dig site Plus, the story is told through multiple characters, so it doesn't make as much sense thematically to have a constant zoom-in shot on everybody. It makes the film feel like it's in a very small box, which is kind of annoying, because there's a lot of scenes where you think it would be more of a spectacle shot. Like, you'll see, like, World War II planes flying over, it'll pan over the, the boat, and what they found, they end up finding a boat from the Anglo-Saxons. Uh, it was a burial boat, but it's, it never really shows the full scope of an area and it kind of bugs me especially since like you'll see characters in the same scene together and they'll just kind of cut half of the character in half so that the screen can fit at least one of a minute and I, I don't know it just kind of bugs the shit out of me that I don't get to see everything in actual frame it's always just a small part of it and maybe I'm just not getting it maybe I'm wrong maybe there's a real reason and there's an actual like there's an actual good reason why it's like this. In my opinion, I think it just hampers the film. But it could just be me. Ralph Fiennes is terrific in this film, although he is an A-list actor, so it's not that much of a surprise. He is best known for Schindler's List and Harry Potter films, where he plays the villains, uh, him being Voldemort and Harry Potter, and then the Nazi SS officer of the concentration camp, Schindler's List. It was really interesting to see him in this type of role. He is more of a mentor than villain, which I would like to see more of. I think he could play a really good mentor role in maybe some other bigger or more well-known stories. Um, 
Yeah, I think he would. I think now that he's at the age that he is now, that he could be more like a Sir Ian McKellen type character or Patrick Stewart. Very much so. So I would like to see him in those kind of roles, especially since how good he is in this one. Uh, the story's interesting. I am a fan of history. So parts, the parts that focus on the excavation and the boat from the Anglo-Saxons are the bright spots of the film for me. Because I think they are overall historically accurate, at least in the way they describe it, especially the way that um, Ralph Lyons' character, uh, Mr. Brown, uh, Basil Brown, uh, addresses things, it, I, unless I could be wrong, but the, uh, it very much comes across that they are trying to be as correct in terms of history and how excavation archaeology is done in this movie. However, there are a lot of stupid melodramatic plot points about the whole film, and it really takes away from the more interesting side of the story. I would have preferred if they focused on Basil Brown and Miss Pretty and her son Robert with the museum, then all the other side characters at the dig site. It gets really, really annoying. There's a character in it that's married to a, um, a guy who is a closeted homosexual. It never outwardly says that in the film, but it heavily alludes to it. That's fine. I don't care. That type of story is it could be an interesting one, but when it's not as good as the rest of the film, it kind of just really bogs down and really takes you out of the film. Um, especially since it's not that interesting. Um, the way they go about it isn't really nuanced um, or in a different way than you've seen in other films. It just kind of feels like another way to make... They, they essentially use the, the, the plot with the husband's not... that is a closeted homosexual to bring Mrs. Uh, Miss Pretty, Mrs. Pretty's um, brother into the story. Because that's pretty much all he ends up serving for is the romantic side for this female archaeologist. Uh, it's just not very interesting. It, it, what does it have to do with the dig site? And I guarantee that it had nothing to do with the actual historical story behind the dig. Especially since it was a huge archaeological find. I don't think that that really mattered to the story at all. And really just kind of bugs me that it's even there. And it's got this whole sub, uh, another subplot um, about... Uh, it's got another subplot how... Which I understand why it's in the film where it talks about how Brown is kind of snubbed, which he, in real life, was snubbed because he actually wasn't even accredited for finding the boat until recent times, which is why the movie ended up being made, obviously. He, um, yeah, they kind of snubbed him from history about finding the Anglo-Saxon boat. Uh, it's a burial boat. So, Yeah, they snubbed him from the records. So I understand why there there's that subplot about him dropping out of school at 12 and basically reading anything from Latin to geology, and he's really into astronomy. He's actually written a few books to make it easier uh, that would help people, ordinary men or women, get into learning about astronomy and star charts and how, how they're able to read them. I think that is interesting, and it makes more sense, because if it's mainly about Brown, it would make sense to add that in as to, like, see... There was no reason for him to be snubbed other than the fact that the museum just wanted to snub him from the credit. But then they also go into how Miss Pretty was also really smart, but her father wouldn't let her do it. Like, it doesn't... Why? So, I have a thing in, in movies. I don't like when people just say someone's smart. Like, they're like, oh, well, he's smart. 
But if there's no examples past someone just going, oh, well, he's smart. It's not, I don't buy it. Just because you say someone's smart doesn't mean they're smart. Like I, like I could have a kid right now, all right? They could be six years old and I could tell them about how uh, the earth revolves around the sun. And they can go, oh, wow, my, I can't believe my dad knows that. It must mean he's really smart. But I'm not, having basic knowledge does not make you smart or writing in that they can out talk someone doesn't automatically make them smart they need to prove it with by themselves that they're smart i think they do that with brown but they don't do anything else with this knowledge that she's smarter or as smart as mr brown the whole story of her is just basically having um a damaged heart valve and dots that's really her whole plot so i don't know why they had to bring in the fact that she's also really smart makes has no connection to the story it would have been fine if they did like if there was an actual reason why they brought it up but there isn't so they just throw it away as i don't know if it was like to smash the patriarchy or i don't know, really know what it was but it didn't make any sense uh i know it's a small thing but that's the things that i like if there's so many pointless parts of a movie those stick out much more than some of the greater parts um now, I know I just went on for a little bit that I was complaining about certain parts of the movie, but there are, there's really, overall, the acting is really fantastic. Um, no one really puts in a bad performance. There's a lot of well-known actors in this film, and it is a good movie. It's, it's entertaining. It has some slow, slow spots, and I do kind of like the whole part where they bring up World War II because it makes more sense um, because uh, before World War II, they had to stop doing excavations because obviously Germany was doing like carpet bombings of all of the UK. So they were actually trying to halt productions and like rebury them and mark them so they could unbury them once the war was over so they wouldn't be destroyed. So I think that part makes more sense in the movie and it's interesting. Um, so yeah, I, I overall, it's a good movie. Uh, so I'm gonna give this movie a rating a six out of 10. It's a slightly above average film. Um, it has some interesting parts. It obviously has some annoying, bogging down, melodramatic subplots. But overall, I think Ralph Fiennes' performance and the actual interesting history of his of the real person of Basil Brown and the way that they actually somewhat go into a more realistic way of excavation, I think that's good. I think it's really interesting. But yeah, um, I, I would recommend the film for anyone that likes like hist uh, historical pieces or period pieces. Um, it's, it's a welcome movie. Um, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, I have plenty of other episodes. If you didn't go and give them a listen, go right ahead. I cover pretty much all types of movies and film. Uh, yeah. I know. <laughs> Did I just say movies and film? See, like I said earlier, I'm not that smart. <laughs> movies and TV shows. But uh, yeah. So yeah, I, ho I hope you have a good day. And thank you for the listen. <laughs>